Jesus told his disciples a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher. But when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye, when you do not even notice this wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite! Remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For people do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor do they gather grapes from brambles. A good person out of the store of goodness in his heart produces good, but an evil person out of a store of evil produces evil. For from the fullness of the heart the mouth speaks. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Whenever I hear about fruit trees, I always think back to my childhood. My grandfather had a small orchard of apple trees, and, well, the apples, to be honest, were not very good for eating. They were usually kind of gnarly, you know, kind of always a little bit just messed up. Some of them had worms in it, but at the end of the year, we would always gather them up, and then we would just simply make apple cider out of them. That was pretty much the only purpose they really served. And so, you know, the grandkids were kind of like, you know, donkeys that we would walk around the cider press and we'd be forced to smash down the, you know, the shredded up apples in order to make apple cider. It wasn't honestly all that great a fruit, but it still produced something that we would enjoy throughout the year as we would freeze it in our freezer and take out half gallons as the year went on. And I thought about that because at the same time as that would happen, whenever I mentioned to family that, or other friends that you know, my grandfather had apples, they always talk about like, oh yeah, my family does too, and you know, they would always go to town snipping off kind of some of the fruit in order for fewer apples to produce more edible kind of fruits. And in today's gospel, we hear about this very thing, the importance of bearing good fruit. Well, the fruit that my grandfather's apple trees bore was certainly served a purpose and was good in its own way. It was not fruit that would be, well, very appealing, or something that you would find on the shelf at Kroger or some other grocery store. As we approach Beacons of Light, I was reflecting on this particular gospel, that I think as we approach this particular time within the church, we oftentimes focus and take approach similar to what my grandfather did. We just want to keep everything the way that it is. Don't remove anything, don't touch it, and just simply approach. Just simply do it as it always has been done. And I think as we approach this particular phase within the church, it is important for us to reflect upon bearing good fruit. What ultimately, in the end, is going to bring about the greatest good? What is going to produce saints? What is going to bring around about a harvest of righteousness and goodness? What is ultimately going to convert the hearts of those who are not in these pews anymore? Instead of simply focusing on not losing anybody else, we should focus on how do we bring more in? What truly brings lasting inversion? 
that no matter what storms society, the church endures, people will produce good fruit. As we hear in our psalm today, even in old age, sturdy and foolhardy, able to withstand whatever comes, the drought, the cold, the rain. And these are the important questions to ask ourselves. Because for myself personally, it's a hard thing to imagine. Because I think so often what we are not really worried about is not so much, you know, that C word, change. What actually concerns us so often is what involves getting to the other side of that. We could probably see, and you know, I've, I've heard one Catholic speaker say, you know, if somebody came to me and said, here's a completely new house in the same neighborhood, it has more rooms, more square footage, everything's better, would you not take it? And he says, actually, I wouldn't, because I don't want to go through the move itself. I don't want to make the change necessary because then I have to pack up my stuff and figure out how I'm going to move my family out. And there's this whole process that goes into it. So he says that while I can see that it would be good in the end, getting there is the tough part. And I think as we approach this, that we need to recognize that this could be better on the other side. We can recognize that there's better fruit. But in order to bear better fruit, we're going to have to do a lot of pruning, a lot of cultivating, and a lot of focusing simply on the Lord, deepening our own spiritual lives, spending more time in personal prayer to make a space for the Lord to do His will, His work. And then, as we go through this year of the Holy Spirit, we make a room for the Holy Spirit to ultimately move our hearts, to learn to let go, yes, grieving always, in particular, praying with the people of Fort Laramie as they lose a beloved priest, as they lose a man that they all love. It will certainly be difficult. And we, too, ourselves have to accept that life is going to be different for each and every one of us. It's going to look different. It's going to be painful at times, and it's going to be difficult. But the Lord, who is always good, who works all things for our good, as we say, as we prayed in the opening prayer of today's Mass, we reflect that the Lord will always take care of us. The Lord will see us through, and He can work all things for our good. He can work all things for the goodness within our lives. He wants to bring about a harvest of goodness within you, within me, within holy angels, within our family of parishes. But we have to allow him to do it. We have to allow him to do his work. And we cannot say later tomorrow. Nuchepe now. Let us begin to seek with our own hearts, to repair our hearts, and ask ourselves, what is the Lord asking of us? as individuals, as a family of parishes, as a church. Where has he been moving us? Because there are so many good fruits. I see so much good from each and every one of you. I'm always impressed by the amount of people, especially here at the 730 Mass, that show up super early to pray beforehand. I'm always impressed by people's willingness to just kind of rule with it last week with the sound system going out and people just being like, man, Father, that stinks. When do you think we'll get it fixed? Not complaining, but just simply asking questions like, hey, Father, we couldn't hear you. I know the sound system broke. Okay, just want to make sure you knew. 
the generosity that you all experience in those kind of moments, and even your excitement at the possibility of being with Fort Laramie, Newport, McCartyville, and the devotion that so many of my friends who have come to Mass because they sometimes come to visit me and just noted, people at Holy Angels pray different. They have a special faith. And so I just want to state that, first of all, you all are already bearing good fruit. And the Lord desires to continue to prune us, to continue to build us up in that. And even the good that I've seen at your generosity do, the soup kitchen, the one big collection, and all the many ways in which you are often generous. Even down at the Archdiocese, they've noted how much to second collections you all give. Your generosity of heart, your goodness, is certainly a good fruit that is to be commended. And I want to continue to encourage you in that and to let you know that I am deeply, deeply proud of you. As your spiritual father, as your pastor, I am. And I even see the faith of our children over the school. I believe we have about eight children we're in conversation with about coming into the church. And a good portion of that is because, well, they've seen the faith of all of you. So not us not always focus simply on what can we do better, what's next, but also delight and be thankful for the good that he is already doing within your hearts, within our parish, and with our family and parishes, as there's much good to go around in McCartyville, Fort Laramie, and Newport as well. Let us rejoice in that. But then also let us focus on continuing to move forward. Because if we stay in the same place, we're going backwards, taking one step at a time, recognizing that the God who does all for our good desires for us to bring forth good fruit so that at all times and all places, his name will be praised. <laughs>